Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The most selfish thing that you can do is not care for yourself. Listen, you can't pour from an empty cup. I I don't know why we keep thinking that we can. You absolutely have to build in time to take care of yourself and provide what you need. Now, some people will say that this is a me first approach and You'll get other, you'll get Christians that are saying, no, you can't have that approach. That's not the right approach. Listen, if you are gone, you're not going to be here to be able to be a blessing to anyone. So you have to be able to build in time. This can't be it. There has to be more. Wait, am I crazy? No. If you're yearning for more and working hard to make your dreams a reality, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Dreamcatchers. It's the only show committed to helping you self-actualize and then transcend, leaving you with the legacy you've always desired. Listen in on conversations with successful philanthropists, entrepreneurs, and founders every week as we connect with them for inspiration, education, and direction. Your host, Jerome Myers, is here to help you exit the matrix and transform into a leader of your own revolution. The question is, do you believe your dreams should be real? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Dreamcatchers podcast. I'm your host, Jerome, and I am the chief inspiration officer at Dreamcatchers. We are a boutique consulting and coaching firm for those folks in financial services. And I have the pleasure of bringing in my mentor, my good friend, my confidant, my support, James Bryant. How are you good, sir? My name is James Bryant and I choose to be present. It used to be happy, but I'm choosing to be 100% present in this moment with you. How are you doing, man? I'm amazing. I, I get to hang out with you for the next hour or so. So I don't know what could be better than that. We've been ripping and running. 2020's been going at light speed pace. It feels like we're on a rocket ship. Yeah. And that's the consistency in the work that I think so many people. What have you been up to, man? Talk to us about better you for you, the transformations, engineering your success. There's so much going on. Give us an update. It's been I want to say it's been two years. I know I'm exaggerating. It's been two years since you've been on a podcast. I don't know if it's been two years. We did. I did come up here before, but, you know, Better You For You is a boutique leadership training and peak performance coaching firm. We have shifted our focus to business owners and people with an engineering background. 
So we've really shifted to help engineers increase their capacity to lead and their ability to effectively communicate, all with the underlying goal to help them win at work and at home. And so it's not just about being more efficient at work and doing things to increase your business or your career trajectory. But I often say that engineers are people too. And so we have to deal with the people side of those issues that they may have in order to allow them to flourish and live a life that they love on all sides. And so that's really what we've been up to. So for the past six months, we launched the Engineer Your Success podcast, Engineering Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. We've just produced episode 27. So we are over six months of every week coming out with consistent content, uh, content dealing with leadership, uh, effective communication, presentation skills. And I've had been saying it for a long time, but we're going to start introducing the interview based episodes. And I had to have the pleasure of having Jerome be that inaugural guest. Uh, That'll be airing soon. Yes, yes. That that is that is absolutely that is absolutely worthy of a clap. So I'm really looking forward to that episode airing. And I've been the interviews have been picking up. And so that's been fine. I've also been picking up additional clients and just helping people move from where they are to where they want to be. And so that's that's it in a nutshell. Continuing to enjoy you know, life with my family, spending time with my wife and my kids and, you know, uh, being, you know, living the life of a working dad, you know, working, doing the things that I need to do, as well as spending time with my family. You know, you've done something that I think most people are scared to do. And in fact, you had challenges with it when you were getting into the space. Yeah, I was like, do it. And you're like, "Ah, I don't know. I'll do it. Ah, no. I don't know. And you didn't do it because nobody's going to make you do something you don't want to do. But <laughs> you have become open that you, you're working on something outside of your day job. You're preparing yeah. for a transition in some words, or maybe not. Maybe you finish at whenever you would finish your career, but you become open with it and you had that anxiety. And I think a lot of people struggle with this. They're kind of on the fence and they know that they need to take advantage of the benefits of social media in order to grow their personal brand. And so let's, can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, Cause yes. in addition to doing that, and this is when I knew it was going to happen. You invested some money. Yeah. You put some money behind it. So <laughs> can we talk about that, that dilemma that you were facing and then what made, how you made the decision? what you expected to happen, and then what actually happened. Okay. You know, leading, I, I started Better You For You, I want to say it's about four years ago. And, you know, I remember we were having these discussions, you know, you need to be more open about what you're doing at work. And it's like, ah, no, 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 no. This is my side thing. And that's my day job. And I'm not going to mix the two. And so for a long time, I lived with that tension and anxiety. Should I post something on LinkedIn? I don't want all of these people to know because there's this this fear that people are going to see you doing something outside of your day job and say, oh, you're not 
performing or you're not doing or how do they let you do that? Or there's always thinking that something is going awry. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the discussions that you and I had, Jerome. Maybe it was just getting to a point where in understanding that if I want to grow in my coaching practice in leadership training, then I have to stop treating it like a side business and start treating it like a business. And if I'm treating it like a business, then that means that I am going to begin to put myself out there in what I'm doing. So I started that, you know, if you go back and look on my feed, you'll see some very, very, I would say elementary style social media posts and talks and you know, there's stuff that's out there. I start dabbling and doing some webinars and some free kind of meetup type things. But it's been consistent over the past two years. And this past year, I would say, have, has reached the peak level of consistency for me being able to publicly launch the podcast about engineer your success and then being able to produce content week after week and increase my online presence. And and I thought that there would be people looking at me funny in in my profession as a civil engineer and looking back and saying, well, how do they let you do that? And you do get some of that. But most of the people that I interact with at work and otherwise are really happy and excited because they say that it's really good to have personal development that's targeted and marketed towards engineers. And you're like, nobody else is doing that. And you're one of us. And when I come in and do training or we're talking about concepts, it's really easy for me to relate it in a language that they can understand. And so, you know, one comment was, that was great. You didn't have to translate it again. Like you brought it and brought it to us in terms that we could understand and concepts that we could move forward with. And so I've really got a a great response and interaction. People are asking about the podcast. We just had the TRB annual meeting in Washington, D.C. earlier in January. And people are walking up to me and saying, hey, I listened to your podcast. You know, it's great. And keep delivering the content or I may want to hire you to do X, Y and Z. And had I not been consistently producing then and getting exposure, none of that would happen. None of it would happen because if they don't know you, they can't flow you, as my man Carlsona says. Yep. So, all right, you did making the investment give you more confidence or did you have more confidence and then you made the investment? I think it was a little bit of both. Um, I think making the investment was an indication that it was serious for me and I was going to move forward. Um, Not that I was going to play around, but making the investment was, okay, boom, this is what I'm going to do. It provided some systems and some context for some of the concepts that I, you know, would cover in my training in stuff like that. It was good. The best thing about that was the community of other business coaches that I was able to work with and develop relationships with and actually look to develop partnerships with on some collaborations in the future. That was the absolutely best thing that came out of that. 
I think when we're making investments in programs, we have to really consider, you have to really consider what you want out of the program. Are you looking for business in a box? Do you think that you're going to get into this program? They're going to send you this information. And then all of a sudden, all you have to do is kind of press play and you're going to be making money. Don't, don't think of it that way, I would say, because it doesn't happen that way. No matter how the programs are built, you still have to actually do the work to make it happen. And a lot of these programs, because I, I guess you know, I'm part of two, the, the John Maxwell team and a Business Made Simple coach, they provide great tools, great you know, formats, things that you can do, but you have to buy into their system meaning that you can't do it half-heartedly. Uh, you, you know, you can't do a little bit of this and a little bit of that in order to really excel at what they're selling. You have to entrench yourself in what they're selling. Ooh. So I always struggled with that, right? Because there's this, what's unique to you? Like, why wouldn't they just go to Donald or John? And so, and I could feel you wrestling with that a little bit because you have a perspective, yes. right? You, you have an opinion about a lot of things and it's based on experience, not theory, right? Yes. Yes. So how, how did you bundle that or how did you package it in a way that is better you for you or engineer your success or the engineer's blueprint? You got these different pieces and parts that are out there and I, I just want to help people get maybe a tool or a tip, maybe a tactic on how they can take the cohesive body of knowledge that they did in their literature review. Guys, he's a doctor. He's, he's got his <laughs> PhD. He knows about these things. And, and then put it in a concise format so that you can present it to the consumer in a way that they can actually take action against it. Because you're helping transform people's lives. You're helping them get control of their businesses. Am I getting it right? Or? No, no, no. You're, you're absolutely correct. You learn how to synthesize the information. So for me, it, I did not take the wholehearted, all right, I'm going to be a business made simple type coach and I'm going to sell everything just the way that they have it because that was inauthentic for me. I have to be able to teach and talk and coach and mentor and consult from the experience that I have and supplement that experience with some of these other pieces. And so I used the tools as a supplement, not my main thing. And because of that, you know, did you know my business grew, but it grew in a different way than it would have had I you know, just went head headlong into, hey, this is the certification program I'm in and I'm going to do everything that I say that, I'm, that I need to do. Okay. And so we talked about this at one point. We'll come back to it now. Why'd you go and get certified? I mean, there's no accrediting body, right? You're a licensed right. engineer. Mm -hmm. You know, DPOR for the state of Virginia is the regulatory board for that. Yep. You, you got to have a certain set of credentials. You got to pass a test experience, et cetera. But there is no governing body for coaching or consulting to engineering business leaders. So mm -hmm. why, why make five figure investments in programs to 
get them to say, James Bryant has my stamp of approval. Stamp of approval. I, for me, it's you're acquiring the knowledge, and I think it is a combination of how the programs are packaged and being able to say, okay, I'm going to go through this material and I'm going to pick up these different pieces from the material. And I do want to add this. The, I said the best thing about the Business Made Simple certification was the community. That is almost correct. The absolutely best thing about it is that I took my own business and used the principles that were taught to help me build my business, to help me be more consistent, to help me stay on message, to help me build my social media presence, to help me develop proposals, all of those things um, that you know we would go through in the coaching certification. I used it for me. So are you saying that you were a science experiment? Are you the guinea pig for the, yeah. whether or not the stuff worked? I was the guinea pig on whether or not it works, and it does work. It absolutely, if you apply it, it works. Can you give us an example of something that you did that worked that you're like, ah, I don't know? Well, you know, okay, we can we can even go where, where there's where the focus is now. So you know, we talk about from a marketing perspective that if you really want to widen your broaden your impact, you have to really narrow your focus. And narrow down and niche down into what it is you want to actually do. And you really want it to be as if when you're developing your messaging, you want it to be that, you know, like people in a crowded room, they're in a party, whatever it is, you know, you got all the crowd noise and somebody's whispering what you do. And the other person hears it and they're like, oh, oh, he's speaking right to me. And so just think about that for a minute. If you, if you go back, I don't know which podcast it was. It might've been when I first started the company, we did a dream catchers podcast and you were like, so James, who's your customer? Who do you, you know, who do you, who are you going to coach? And my answer was everybody. I think I can help everybody. That was my naive answer. I do, you know, you, you, I may be able to help some, but listen, where's the focus. And so going through the program, help me to find that focus and help me to refine it and say, I am going to focus on business leaders, key principles, people with an engineering background. That's going to be my market. I'm going to develop the podcast, engineer your success. And that's going to be, that's going to be kind of the playground that I use. Okay. Now we know who you're helping, right? And then I think the next step is, well, what problem are you solving for these? Ooh, There's a lot of different problems that we're solving, but the main problem that I typically approach is work-life balance for the most part is really finding that balance and letting people know that yes, you can have both. You can have a great career. You can run a great dynamic business, but if you do not take care of yourself, then it will not last. And so learning how to find that balance of self-care and business care, self-care and career care is the main focus of what I do. Now, that's been expanding over the past few months to increasing people's, the engineer's capacity to lead and their ability to effectively communicate. Because if you're not there, you can't lead. So it still flows back into work-life balance, but it's which angle are you approaching that in? Okay. 
what what makes you passionate about that? Right. I mean, I, I think this is mission work for most people when you start serving in this type of capacity, because it, it can be all consuming. It can be exhausting. I, I can run down the list of things that it can be. But for you, why, why are you drawn to this work? Wow. That, that is a really good question. And it's there. There's several levels there. One, it would be that when I was growing up, you know, my dad had a, a job and he had a side business. And the one thing I wanted from my dad was more time. Always wanted more time. I didn't understand, you know, the economics of it all. And he's trying to do his best to take care of the family. Like none of that was in my mind it was like, I, I want to have more time. And so that was always in the back of my mind. So now, you know, you look at me, I get my PhD, get married, move to, you know, Richmond, Virginia. We have our first child. I'm working in Washington, D.C., traveling every day via a van pool. And my wife gets pregnant again. And then the first she didn't child get pregnant came. by herself. Don't put that on Melba. Don't put that on Melba. She ain't doing it by I, herself. I don't mean it that way, but here's the thing. We get pregnant again. So, you know, you run into these things. If you say we get pregnant, people feel like you didn't get pregnant. If you say she got pregnant, then they're, then they're like, well, wait, a she didn't get pregnant by herself, whichever way you want to shake it. Here's the deal. We, we had we still had a child under a year. We get pregnant again. And my wife has to be on bed rest. So immediately my situation changes. I cannot go to D.C. every day. I have to be here in Richmond. I still have to provide for, for my family. I have to figure out how, how, how am I going to do this? Listen, TRB was gracious enough to allow me to work off site at that time. And that was uh, 13 years ago. And I've still been, still been working off site ever since that time. And what it allowed me to do was to be able to serve my career and my family and my community. And so, so you start thinking about this. You start thinking about, wow, you can actually do both. You can set things up where you're able to make a great contribution to your business and your career. And you're there for your family. Now, Jerome knows the story. My, my son, Nathaniel, was born eventually, but he was born like at 26 weeks in a day. He was one pound, 14 ounces. My wedding ring which is here, could fit, his thigh could fit into my wedding ring, his thigh, okay? That's how small it was. He was born after being 10 days old. He had surgery, stopped breathing there on the table. I see my son turn blue, don't know what's going on. Eventually, they're able to uh, revive him. They have the surgery. He's not doing well in the NICU, but this whole time he's in the NICU, Jerome. I'm going, I'm, I'm doing my job. I'm dealing with the kids, my older son, helping my wife. And from time to time, I do have to go to DC to go do some things for my day job, meetings or whatever it is. And so I'm, I'm, I'm working, I'm hustling. I'm balancing all of this. And it wasn't easy. It was not easy. And eventually, you know, things got even worse with my son and they went to do another surgery in that December. 
And I remember, you know, just going to there and the doctor saying, we need to go in, we need to do the surgery. We don't know how things are going to go, you know, be prepared for the worst. And we were prepared for the worst because we had to get to the point where where we were willing to let them go. And they did the surgery, came back. The doctor was really, you know, I guess sullen looking. And we come up to him and we're like, you know, just tell us what it is. And he just starts smiling. He's like, I don't get to, I don't get to give this kind of news in these kinds of cases. And they were able to successfully operate on my son. And thank God he is healed. He doesn't have any intestinal issues that they thought he was going to have. And he's 13 years old now. And so, so just think through, I'm passionate about helping people get what I was able to create. I've been able to create a life where I can have a great career. I can start a business. I'm running a business. Uh, I'm investing in real estate. And most importantly, I'm connected to my family. A lot of people want to unlock their ultimate potential, but lack the strategy, support, and stamina necessary to achieve their major goals. They often try to overcome these challenges by trying to do it on their own, causing frustration, fatigue, and eventually failure. We have developed a model for a center life, aka the red pill, to help them bolster their beliefs, gain clarity on their path to success, and provide accountability as they take action on their goals. When they take the red pill, they rapidly accelerate attainment of their goals and begin to experience a life of significance and impact. Want to find out more? Hop over to JeromeMyers.co. Now, let's get back to the episode. Most importantly, I'm connected to my family. Now, most people go to this space and this place where they... I'm doing all this for them, right? I, 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 I'm doing the grind. And you're saying, no, I'm spending time with them. I'm connected to them. I'm, I'm, I'm the chef. I'm, I'm the chief nutritionist. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the inspiration to exercise. I, I, let's talk about that, man. How much have you lost, man? Give me, give me, give us some stats, right? It's, this isn't easy. No, I, I mean, just still, it's still 50 pounds. I'm still, still 50 pounds down from my high, a little, a little under, a little over 50 pounds from my high. I'm still working out a few times a week. We're going to be running the Richmond Monument Avenue 10K in April. You know, after we come back from St. Lucia, of course. Woo, <laughs> I, I woke up at two o'clock this morning, James. Thinking about extraction, yes. getting on the computer. I, I tell you what, if this this last idea I got works out, oh, man, oh, oh. people going to be blown away, man. I'm, I'm telling sure, you. I, listen, I'm sure that is absolutely going to work out. But, you know, people getting back to this, this, this whole thing of I'm doing it for them. I'm working all of these hours. I'm making money for them. No, you're not. That's not true. You are working in doing those things to fulfill your own ego, to fulfill something that you have going on with you. You feel that you are making that contribution. You're putting all that stuff in and it makes you feel good to do, to do that and to say that, but it's not for them. It's not. Well, who's it for? They, it's for, they it's spend for it all? you. It's for <laughs> you. It's, 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 it's for that person to feel good about themselves. 
they've grown up in an environment where that was modeled, right? And that's what they think is what they need to do. Ooh. That's, I mean, that's just, that's just, just being straight. You're not doing it for your kids because, you know, the, the, man, the value to your children and your family isn't just the money and the financial resources. The thing that they cannot replace is you. And the most valuable thing that you have is your time. And so if you really want to do something for your family, I'm going to look right in the camera. If you really want to do something for your family, then what you do is you spend time with them, right? And then here's the other thing. Don't just spend time doing the things that you like to do. Find out what your family likes to do. Find out what your spouse likes to do. Find out what your children like to do and put it in your schedule to spend time with them doing things that they like to do. It's absolutely. Then that then you can say, I'm doing that for them because then you are. Take that, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Take that. You're doing for them what you what they want you to do. It's it's the platinum rule. Right. It's not treat others how you would want to be treated. It's treat others how they would want to be treated. Yes. And so if you're not taking the time to actually understand what they want, then you're selfish. Yes. You are are being selfish. You're being selfish. You're being selfish. You're not taking the time to listen because if you don't take the time to listen and observe what's going on in your life, then how do you know how to respond? How do you know how to respond? How do you know what to do? You know, my, my oldest son loves the Cincinnati Bengals. I have no idea why. I have no clue. He, he loves Ohio State. But guess what? When Cincinnati's playing, I'm right there with him. We're hanging out. We're watching the game. We're having a good time. My younger son loves playing Pokemon Go and other stuff. Guess what I do when I'm with him? We go out and we're walking around. You know, we got to be active. We're walking around playing the game. It's not just the things that you like to do, but it's being able to do those things that the people in your life like to do. And does that mean that you don't have to push them? Absolutely, you're going to have to push them. I push my family all the time. Hey, let's go work out. Let's go do something active. Let's, uh, I don't know if I'm not, I'm going to the grocery store, but I'm not going to buy X, Y, and Z because I don't think that's healthy for us. All right, all right, all right, all right. So you got this other controversial opinion, view, position. Uh Uh-oh, which one? I just threw out the word. I just threw out the word selfish. Mm -hmm. And there is, in your world, there's a difference between selfish and self-care. Most of us think it's the same thing. The most selfish thing that you can do is not care for yourself. Say that again, say say it again, what? The (laughs) most selfish thing that you can do is not care for yourself. Listen, you can't pour from an empty cup. I I don't know why we keep thinking that we can. You absolutely have to build in time to take care of yourself and provide what you need. Now, some people will say that this is a me first approach and you'll get other, you'll get Christians that are saying, no, you can't have that approach. That's not the right approach. Listen, if you are gone, you're not going to be here to be able to be a blessing to anyone. 
So you have to be able to build in time to care for yourself, to care for your mind, to care for your body and to care for yourself spiritually. If you don't build in time to do that, then you are eventually going to deplete yourself. You're going to find yourself alone, lonely. It may be divorced. It may be that you are you don't have a good relationship with your kids. There's a whole lot of other things that happen when you let yourself go down that hole. So what are the best ways to care for yourself then? There is no one, there is no one size fits all solution for that, Jerome. Uh, what I would tell, what I would say is to walk through a very similar process that we use for the engineer's blueprint, which is one focus on what matters most to you. So find out what matters most from a self-care perspective. What are the things that you do that give you energy? What are the things that you do that you notice that when I work out or when I'm doing meditation or when I'm doing these things, life just feels right? What are those things for you? And then say, well, why don't I do those things more? And how can I design my daily schedule to be able to do those things? How can I design a quarterly time where I can get away and be refreshed? Ooh, okay. So figure out what's most important. Then design your activities around that. Yep. Why do we have to figure out what's important first? Because then you, if you don't know what's important, then where are you going? That's like, it's like you're going somewhere, but you don't have a destination or direction. You don't know where you're going. You're going to get lost and you'll never get there. If you don't know where you're going, you'll never get there. But everything's important and everybody's more important than me. No, no, no. Everything cannot be important. Everything cannot be equally important. And, you know, we'll we'll go through this whole process where if it's just you you brainstorm, what are the different things that you want to do? What are the different things that are important? Now, what I want you to do is give me your top two. Top two. I can't do that. I need to need more. Okay, give me your top three. Oh, I, I, I don't know about that. Well, just give me your three. And then let's design a plan to focus on those three. As you begin to incorporate those three into your life, they'll become habits and you won't even think about them again. And guess what? That'll increase your capacity to begin to say, well, that, that fourth thing, I thought I needed to incorporate that. But you know what? By doing these top three, those things are taken care of already. Hmm. So choosing the thing that's most important gives you freedom to not have to do a bunch of other things because they may be unnecessary because you did the thing you yes. said was the highest priority. Why don't people like choosing or setting priorities? I, I, I've been baffled by this for years because everything's <laughs> not important and everybody isn't either. This is true. I would say that people don't like choosing priorities because it's fear of, of being left out. What's being left out. Like I'm going to forget something important that that thing that I left off is going to be the very thing that I should have done. But here's the thing. If you find yourself in that situation, and this is what I I walk my clients through is saying, okay, you, you don't want to prioritize, but 
because you're not prioritizing, you can't take any action because you don't know where the hell to go. You have too many competing priorities. And if you really want to make progress, then let's begin to focus on the things that matter most right now in this moment so that we can move forward. Because if you still want to keep trying to keep everything a priority, then you might need to find somebody else to work with because you're not going to make any progress. That's not going to help you. And that's not going to help me. All right. So you said progress and you said balance earlier. And Mm -hmm. this is a sticking point for me. And I know you're going to put a bow on this. This is a softball. You're about to (laughs) smack it out the park. Here it is. Right. I don't believe that you can make progress while you're in balance. This conversation that we've been kind of circling on Mm -hmm. landing the airplane. If everything's important, you can't carry everything and get it all to the place. So how does this work? Are we shifting priorities so that we can attack things? Are we trying to balance everything? Like, what is it that actually leads to this life that you want these engineers to actually have? Because I feel like there's got to be some secret sauce or a magic bullet in there somewhere. There's no secret sauce. There is no magic bullet, but here's the, the illustration. If you get up right now, if you're not driving, you're listening to this and you get up right now and you walk 20 steps, are you balanced? Not while you were walking. Not while you're walking. You're shifting constantly. Constantly, you have gravity that's pulling on you. Constantly, you have things that are happening and you're balancing and rebalancing with every moment with every move. And that's how it is with life. (laughs) What? That's how it is with life. So when we talk about this, you know, finding balance, it's not just a, a end result. People think of this as an end result. It's a process. And you're balancing and rebalancing the whole time as you're making progress and you're moving forward. And if you really want to get better balance, then you have to strengthen your core. Strengthen Here we go. Here we go. Core. Here we go. And it go, no, it goes back to what matters most. What are you bringing into your core? What matters to you? How, how do you define success? How do you find that, define that balance? And you strengthen that core and that allows you to live the life that you want. It allows you to build a life of your dreams. Because you know we, know how, that dr- we know that dreams should be real. <laughs> yes, sir. So y- y- you're getting me now. And I-, I know the folks are out there like, all right, all right, enough of this. I, I need to get on the line with this guy. How, how do I get on the calendar? What-, what is going on here? Did you give us all four steps of the blueprint? Because I know you got, it's a four-step process. I feel like you gave us one, maybe two, I, and you've been holding out. I gave you out. two. I gave you two. You gave right, me two. I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm do it really, really quick, really quick. Are you going to give it to us? Or are you going to make them come over to get the engineer's blueprint for the website? It's up you know to what? you. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna provide a link. I'll give you the link to go and download the engineer's blueprint. But it, it kind of walks you through these four steps because I, man, I'm gonna tell you what, and this is something else. I know we don't have that much time left, but I've really been on this kind of rant lately. Have you ever gone to a webinar 
or a workshop and meet. Let's, let's do webinars first. You've gone to a webinar, Jerome, and you know, you get there and they're pretty pictures and the person's kind of smiling and they put their family up and you have all of this great stuff that's there, but you walk away with nothing to actually implement. You might feel warm and fuzzy inside, but you don't know how you're going to be able to put that into practice in your life. That's one. The other, you go to a webinar and the person's reading the slides and it's a whole bunch of information and every other slide it's, uh, and buy into my program. Come hire me, come sign up for this, sign up for that. I hate it. Got fed, fed up with it. So we, I started doing the unwebinar. So no slides, no sales pitch, just added value. Small group meetings where you can have a two-way conversation. We worked on uh, goal setting, goal planning in the latter part of 2021. This quarter, we're working on how to develop your personal mission statement because we want engineers to be on a mission. We want people to be on a mission because that helps to give you a life of meaning. So we got that going on. And then have you ever gone to one of these workshops and, you know, again, you you walk away with a lot of information. It's a one-way conversation, a lot of information, but you don't, you haven't implemented anything. You don't have anything to implement. If you're going to go to a workshop and it's just going to be a bunch of webinars, why call it a workshop? Come to my extended webinar session. So we're doing the reworkshop, getting back to your goals. That's going to be on February the 18th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. where we're going to be workshopping a 90-day action plan for all of the participants to take with them to help them achieve their goals. We're going to have guest speakers that are coming in. Uh, we're going to talk about mindfulness, nutrition, and you know your, your physical body. We're also going to talk about how to get more done in less time, increasing your personal productivity and bringing all of that together. And you know what? You're going to leave with an action plan that you can actually implement and put into practice in your life. If you do not put things into practice, you will not get results. Okay, okay, okay. So that is coming this Friday, February 18th. February 18th. It's coming. You got to act now. I got my ticket. Yes, yesterday yeah thank you i got thank my ticket you. and i got i got the upgrade the vip yeah i got the whole thing because i'm gonna roll out of that thing straight into the mid-atlantic multifamily Ooh. investing conference that evening Ooh, i'm looking forward to that man and i'm gonna be flat out on fire brother when i tell you that thing's gonna be a movie that whole weekend i'm gonna be exhausted i'm gonna fall out on the floor after it's over i'm asleep yeah but from your workshop, it start, I think it starts at 11 Eastern. Yep. Through that, I'm going to go through that. Going to have my plan ready. And I'm implementing immediately. I'm immediately. talking that evening. I'm implementing. And then we're going to run through it. So what they might not be clicking the link in the show notes. They want to type it in. What, what's, where should they go? You can go to my website, better you for you. And you can, you can go there anyway. You can spell it all out. B-E-T-T-E-R-Y-O-U, the number four, and then it's the letter U. Uh, And then you can go there. You'll see it right there, ReWorkshop. ReWorkshop is right there prominently when you go to 
the homepage. Uh, if you're looking at the show notes, there'll be a link in the show notes. You know, if you you can sign up to be on the email list, we'll make sure you get the blast. You'll get, you know, special coupons and discounts and all other kinds of stuff on stuff that we're doing in the future. Wow. Sounds like tremendous value. And you're saying that I'm going to walk out of here with a 90 day plan or I think a 90 day plan. Yeah, 90 day. I I bought it anyway. It didn't matter. 90 day plan. I mean, get access to discounts on future stuff. And you're not doing this to sell me something else. You're doing this so I can actually have something I can work with on the backside. You're not going to keep the secrets back from me. No, there's no keeping the secrets. In fact, if you do the VIP, then I'm going to personally review your 90 day action plan. And we're going to kind of get together in a session to say, hey, you know, here are the choices. Here are the things that you said you were going to do. You know, what's going on here? Have you considered approaching it this way or consider this, you know, you bring your, your wisdom and experience in into that coaching session in developing that 90 day action plan. And so we got that. And then we're also going to be doing a private online community for all of the VIP folks uh, to be able to share those action plans and be able to talk to each other and encourage each other and kind of spur each other on. Okay. Now, is it just you speaking of this thing or you got some folks coming in too? Oh, oh, I got folks, folks coming in. I got folks coming in. We got, uh, <laughs> we got Danny Vega who is going to really keto be talking guy. about, yeah, he's the keto guy. But if you, if you really think about it is how do you fuel your body to be able to provide you the energy that you need so that you can be productive and succeed in life? You know, we, we approach it from a lot of different perspectives. We have, a uh, Carrie who's uh, does ready, set, mindful. She's the mindfulness coach for the Gonzaga basketball team. And so she's coming to talk about, you know, uh, high performance through mindfulness. So how can we use your mind and hone your mind to really get you ready for peak productivity? Then we have Adam Shabley coming to talk about how can you do less with more? I mean, he has structured his life in being productive so that he's working less, but making more. And then I'm talking about bringing things all together, how you have to have consistent action if you want to be able to achieve your goals in the life of your dreams. Wow. Wow. I, I, I'm there. I can't wait. <laughs> all so, right, man. One last time, right? People need to hop over to Better You For You. Yes. Check out, get on the list, reworkshop, and follow you on socials, which is not the call to action. The call to action is go get your reworkshop ticket because yes. it's going to change your 2022. Because yeah, most of y'all already your, stopped. Not you only stopped your, your 2022, it'll change your life. Not <sighs> just 2022, it'll change your life. Because once you get into the habit of consistently going after what it is you want, that changes your trajectory, man. You now take ownership of your own situation and you're not thinking that my success depends on somebody else, but it depends on me and what I do. That's taking control. You heard it from the man himself, Dr. James Bryant. You got to take control of your life if you want your dreams to be real. To the listeners, your dreams should be real. We'll talk soon. Thank you for joining the tribe today. We would love to hear from you. Please don't forget to rate, like, and share. 
Perhaps someone you know could benefit from what we've discussed. Until the next time, remember that your dreams should be real.